0: Hi fans, I'm Todd Tondera. Welcome to my thrifting audio diary. I scour second hand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, good garbage, and all around helpful items I could utilize in my daily life. My mission? Well, to do that while spending the least amount of money. In my thrifting travels, I like to invite a friend to hunt by my side. I'm with my boy Bryce this evening. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said
1: you could come in here?
0: yeah a long time coming i know that uh you know i've been thrifting you've been thrifting independently but we've never thrifted together that's right yeah and they say that friends
1: that thrift together stay together i've i've heard say i've heard that in some circles yeah my therapist they've said it at least six to twelve times
0: no joke my therapist hit me up and said if i ever see a therapist chair out to give him a holler um there was a chair that was actually wheeled in like a lighter brown, mm-hmm. but it had a sold sticker on it. So I think as soon as it hit the floor, there was a big crowd there that were looking for furniture, mm-hmm. gobbled it up.
1: I wonder, you know, like if I was shopping for a chair for my therapist, I'd probably in the end be thinking like, what chair will make me feel less depressed? So I don't know what kind of chair that would probably be. I think he wants something with like uh, –
0: Like to put your arms on a little Mm -hmm. bit because his arms are just dangling.
1: I think if you could find the chair from Pee Wee's Playhouse, that would probably, I just solved my own problem right there. Yeah. That would probably make me feel a lot better. A lot of, uh, bring a smile to your face. Yeah, I definitely uh, wouldn't mind dropping 90 bucks for like 45 minutes of complaining to see like someone in a cherry chair. And
0: then, what do you know? Depression is over, folks. That's how you do it. I think we solved it. But tonight was Christmas in July. It certainly was. Because we got a haul. We just actually spent the evening there. And the soundtrack to the evening is This Is My Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Is My Christmas. Beautiful cover art. It's just a fucking <laughs> black <laughs> abyss. I love it. I mean. If. Okay. So somebody paint, went into Microsoft Paint. Painted the 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 frame there black. Print. And then just put in Times Room. Reno- uh, New Roman. This is my Christmas. And Bottom
1: the, right. And once you go through the track listing, either the person actually made this DVD, the CD, like in a banger long banger time after ago, after or they're an old person who has like old, mu- old people music interests. Track one, Let It Snow. Who's that by? Straight No Chaser. I don't know that. Track
0: two, Let It Snow. Boys to Men. <sighs> track three, You're Not Alone. Also, boys to Men. Angels we have heard on high. Gigi Allen. Nope, Christina Aguilera. Oh, Holy Night. Swerve
1: Driver. Uh, screwdriver. Nope, Christina
0: Aguilera again. Shit. This Is Christmas.
1: Uh, Cassio Otona for The Painfully Alone.
0: Could be anybody, right? Right. Luther Luther Vandross.
1: Oh, that's a good choice.
0: Spoiler, tracks six through nine are all Luther. Track ten, Joy to the World, Mariah Carey. Eleven, hark the herald angel Scene. Doesn't even say. Doesn't even say who does that one. Jesus, oh what a wonderful child! I don't even know what the fuck that one is.
1: (laughs) Jesus, what a wonderful child. That's Uh, like a B side. That's like uh, probably a saying that you'll never hear.
0: Okay, so that's by Miss Mariah Carey as well. Is she still married in the canon? How'd that go? Uh, I'm not sure. She was happily married for a bit. I, I wish her well track 13 under my tree by NSYNC track 14 loves in our hearts on Christmas day by NSYNC 15 you don't have to be alone by NSYNC so those were all Sync. one Whitney Houston banger the first Noel and then 17 classic classic end of a playlist just an instrumental of the Christmas song.
1: The thing that um you know people at home this that This is are, my Christmas baby. The people that are at home and listening, they the thing that they're not getting is the aesthetic of that DV that CD is so uh <laughs> it's confusing because to me I thought it was going to be like all indie rock because it's like just a straight up black background and then this is my but Christmas. it's printed
0: black. It's like a faded fucking old ass printer printed black.
1: Like when you saw that, did you think that was going to be like uh, that type of music? Or did you think it was going to be like indie knew <laughs> It was
0: going to be a shit mix. Because
1: <laughs> yeah. I was hoping what it, it mean uh, You know it would be awesome is if like it said those were the tracks. But it was really like every track was just someone like ripping on their family. Like they would give it to their parents. You'd be like, mm-hmm. hey, thanks for fucking me up. Track one. Mm-hmm. Track two. Like I hope you fucking die. Mm-hmm. Yep. Track three. We also got.
0: Um, These were actually found in two separate uh, uh, trash bins today. I got one earlier in the day, and I got one when you were there. Mm -hmm. We're talking about some dinosaur bones, baby. We got little renditions of the skeleton of a T-Rex and a baby rendition of a Stegosaurus.
1: And the thing I like about it is they did it in that style where it's kind of like an off white and they kind of look at make it look dusty so it makes mm-hmm. it gives it like a little bit of an air of an actual whatever you could, fossil or something like yeah. that.
0: They were a bit dusty and uh, but fortunately for myself I actually washed my hands after I was done picking through garbage today. <sighs> uh, Bryce didn't. You knew I was going to mention it. After we thrifted, we went to get tacos and Bryce ate the tacos and he was like, "Man, it would be cool if I would have washed my hands." I did wash my hands before. You have to wash your hands, man. Uh,
1: and the thing is, the whole time when I was sticking my hand in that grime mm-hmm. um, of you know the materials that we were looking through, I kept thinking to myself like, "This is disgusting. This is disgusting." But at least I won't like eat right after this without washing my hands, and, and that's then exactly what I did. Let's go what
0: get I tacos. Did. I know good taco joint. Then we ate some tacos.
1: But luckily, I put like about a quarter of a cup of like chili sauce on each one. So if I've any viruses <laughs> or diseases going in my like stomach right now, they're definitely you eradicated. F- you
0: went full bore. I into did that.
1: I did. I wanted to be man versus food.
0: Oh and it, it worked because you said you are quote and I quote, my hair was tingling.
1: It was. I've never felt that feeling before, even as high as I've ever been. <laughs> like it felt like some like it felt like Jesus was like gently touching the very tips of my hair.
0: But next up on our finding list, as usual. You know I'm into the VHS. A couple of tapes that uh, arguably could have been fine to the day, each one of them. We have the original pressing of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre off Video Treasures. That's a classic. And if you open it up, the print on it, I don't know if you got to see that before. No. But it's all intact there.
1: Yeah, it looks great. Great and, condition.
0: Yeah. And
1: these could go...
0: I saw some, I mean... Some of them went for a lot more expensive than maybe they should have been, so it was hard to get an accurate range of how much these were worth. But I saw some selling for like 30 bucks for this tape, but most of them go from 10 to 20. Um, When I did pick this up, the case I was I was uh, fearing a little bit because when I picked up the case, it was actually wet.
1: Wow, really?
0: But it did dry off.
1: It looks good. Yeah, it looks okay. Did we
0: see this together? What movie did we see together that (laughs) drive-in? Uh, Night of Demons was one of them.
1: Yes, and Demons. Mm Mm-hmm, and Demons. Was Texas Chainsaw that night? I think it was Texas Chainsaw Mass... No, was it Evil Dead? Could have been. I think it was Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Evil Dead.
0: The other tape that we found... With this tape, it was quite interesting because I'm not sure I'm 100% in on what we have found. But from what the internet's telling me, this is... Also, the first pressing. This is Stephen King's Children of the Corn.
1: Outlanders! And
0: uh, this is off of uh, Anchor Bay mm-hmm. and uh, 1984.
1: Interesting thing about this is I never saw this cover before. No, that cover, it seems like it's purposely like va- g-
0: generic. I remember that back when like video stores were a thing the video store by me it was called videos to go mm-hmm. and i remember that the corner of this the the videos to go is where the horror was and at the time i was so fucking scared of that corner mm-hmm. but uh, there's not like a, a big age difference between us but i i remember when i was little the movies that were up there um they, I've like even seen them now, and they're not scary. Like originally, uh-huh. I was I was afraid of Scream. Like one, right, right. And I was even a little bit older at that point, right. And I remember putting Scream into the v, the VHS player, and my sister and I watching the first fucking thing with like Drew Barrymore, and she was like dead, right, on the uh on the patio. The whole boy that fucking. Fucked me up and I don't know what about it But I watch shit like that now I'm like I love it like give me true crime Give me like real death yeah like I love it
1: Yeah it's weird how Some things when you're a kid you know just stick And it's you know that's why it's like embarrassing To some people when they mention something that Really scared them you know whether It's like The Dark Crystal or I remember seeing like uh, Clockwork Orange not I did see The movie when I was too young but before that I actually Just looking at the box and that scared the shit Out of me yeah so, it's crazy because, you know, they talk about movies and subtext and things like that. And maybe, you know, the subtext is something that as a kid, like, you didn't know what it was exactly. Like, your brain didn't translate it, but it just knew that it was scary as shit.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's like, I think we all sort of have those types of things that kind of stick with us for whatever reason. Right,
1: and that's why, you know, uh, even though it's not something that's obvious, you know, but it's something that just does something to you to scare the hell out of you and... That's why like someone like Stanley Kubrick, I don't think all of his movies were amazing and things like that. But like some of the moments of his movies are just so like such a psychological They stick with you. They just get to some part of you that really, you know, really reacts to it. Mm -hmm. You seem pretty spooked about the uh, first time uh, at (laughs) (laughs) outlet. I I was. I mean, I will admit that, you know, um, I have a lot of experience in uh, thrifting. I've been thrifting you know, for as long as I can remember being conscious. Yeah, you were telling me a little bit yeah. about that. You said you you said that
0: you've sort of had a history of it, like kind of mm-hmm. grown up and stuff.
1: Right, we- but the thing is, the bin style that they have here, and for those of you who this is like your first episode yep. or you don't really catch it, the place that that um, that's near me, that I've been to as well as the place that we went to today, that's near uh, Todd, they're basically just giant bins, giant blue plastic bins, and you dig and dig and dig, and nothing is in order, nothing really, you know, is separate, there's just, like, like, it's like, it's like actually excavating, because there's depths and depths and layers and layers of stuff, I have more experience with going to a place, I've gone to some weird places, but they were more, things were on the shelves, they were, everything was laid out in, like, categories and things like that, so when I first pulled up, I was like, oh, shit, like, what am I getting myself into? Do I Welcome. have the energy? Do I have Welcome. the interest, the focus to do it? Um, and I will say, and I was uh, honest, and I wasn't, you know, being mm-hmm. ironic, but doing it for like you know an hour and a half to two hours, like it was calming after a while. Where the experience of just like going around and like sticking your hands in like grimy, like mm-hmm. st- you know, people grimy like. Um, collections of people's misery like was pretty like calming to me you said it was calming it was was
0: calming because i remember there was a time where you were just like i i kind of like this this is kind of chill i'm like
1: boy (laughs) you're lucky you're here on a slow night kid (laughs) yeah todd is like the you know just like the fact that he realized that before we went to eat he should wash his hands this guy knows his stuff like he only showed me a bit of what it's like but he's like a tornado you know when they came out with like a noose uh um been like he was on top of it i was like l- you know sitting back cuz i you know i i've like you know i'm really worried about like being like noticed as tacky or anything like that <laughs> but fuck that man he was like fucking like a wilder beast on top of that shit like just throwing stuff around like yeah. digging in there
0: during one of those excavations you got yourself a brand new mug brother
1: i did i got a lego it's lego mug i'm going
0: to pick it up cuz i actually I actually haven't taken uh, too much of a look at it.
1: It's by ThinkGeek, the catalog. So, you know, there was a time where either I was looking at ThinkGeek either online or however else you would see Mm ThinkGeek stuff. And I probably would have liked that, but I probably would have been too lazy to, like, actually have to, like, fill out a form to get it sent to my house. So it's a giant plastic Lego-designed mug uh, I have no idea it's, if it's BPA free or anything like that. Uh, so before I put anything hot in there and drink out of it. and get You some will sort of clean cans. this. Uh, well, yes. I'll first I'll check online to see if like there's going to be any sort of leaching into my hot beverage from the oh, plastic. Oh, there's going
0: to be some leaching. There's no question about that. So
1: I'm not sure if I want that uh, in my body. I don't think that will help my situation. Do you situation. have any
0: Legos to put on it?
1: No, I don't.
0: But Next time we're out, we'll find you some Legos. There you
1: go. So, but this is a great mug. Oh, it's, it's it really is. It's really practical, and it it's is. really fun. Right. I mean, I had picked up two things at the at the uh, outlet. Um, one thing I forgot to key um, Todd into is that I'm not really a collector. Um, mm-hmm. So if you go into my house, I have very few items that don't serve, like, an actual purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been that – I've kind of always been that way. I was uh, that way, especially at a house fire, and, like, I lost everything. So like after that, I remember you telling me about. I that don't house think like fire. I just kind of like my collecting interests kind of like dropped after that. One thing that's,
0: one thing that's interesting to say, man, you we've known each other for a bit. Uh huh. Yeah. This I've never been to where you lived, and this is the <laughs> first time you're ever to anywhere I live. You never, you've never seen me in my habitat. That's
1: true. That's true. And you know it's funny, like if I look around, this is probably you know if someone asked me like kind of draw up what. Todd's place would be you feel like it fits fits me okay yeah we have like the four foot bong in the corner you know we
0: have uh-huh
1: uh-huh you <laughs> have like the uh Pamela Anderson uh, you know, poster above oh, I'm his such a
0: masculine man baby. above the bunk you know bed. Me. You know, it's great. The
1: weights there's I can't. I've never seen so many weights in one place. Yeah,
0: and that's not. That's not even the weights that I pick up with my arms. If you know what I mean.
1: And is that creatine? Like, what is the power yeah, max? Yeah, that's
0: kind of like a, a power dust that I kind of mix in with my Mountain Dew. Right. So I just get super hyped up on sugar, caffeine, testosterone. You know, you just guy out. stuff. Yeah. And then like I just start bench bench pressing my Frederick Douglass head (laughs) that i got while thrifting so you know some pretty uh some pretty big weights manly stuff manly stuff you know cool stuff
1: yeah and um tools yep i think i found i don't know if you found that or i found found it it. that's right so we got another plastic hammer
0: Plastic tool hammer number three. Add to my plastic tool collection. I'll have to see
1: that collection.
0: Yeah, it's a great collection. I have a Black & Decker plastic fucking uh, little workbench too. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So that's how we know we're boys. When your boy gives you a plastic hammer, that's how you know you found a friend for life. Yeah, there you go. Quote me on that. Next up, uh, something we found kind of uh, midday. Um, I actually found this. As I was looking through the 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 bin with the the VHS tapes that were in it, there was some books, but they were all like spirituality stuff, like uh like religious books, Bibles. Yeah, uh-huh. So many Bibles. You find so many Bibles out there, like on the market. Just people get rid of them, whether they find a different faith or just say "f it." I love
1: I love seeing Bibles. I love seeing Christian stores close down, but I love seeing Bibles at thrift stores a lot. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel really good. And this isn't quite a Bible
0: as it is an outrage, as it said. (laughs) And I know that you were in college when this happened, right?
1: Yeah, I remember it was the summer between my freshman year and sophomore year of college. And I remember the O.J. Simpson trial was on TV like 24-7. And
0: this book, the find was uh, Outrage, the five reasons why O.J. Simpson got away with murder. Now for five— Updated with new info, it says. That
1: looks to be about— Two to three hundred pages? Like, how yep. out of five points do you get two to three hundred pages? Mm-hmm.
0: I remember the Bronco
1: chase. Yes. Yep. I fucking loved the Bronco
0: chase. Me too. It was, yeah, it was very memorable. And that, I could remember, it, like, interrupted television. Uh-huh. Like, television stopped. Yeah. The O.J. Simpson Bronco chase was on. And I remember it was just, like, slow as fuck. Here at last, it's the account of O.J. Simpson case that no one has dared to write. That no one could write in outrage. The famed prosecutor of Charles Manson and best-selling author of Helter Skelter goes to the heart of the trial that divided the country, made a mockery of our justice system. Huh. He lays out he lays out the mountain of evidence. He condemns the blunder of the judge, the dream team, which was his like whole fucking boy squad. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it it comes here in in big bullet points on the back here. The bluff that saved the defense's cardboard case. <laughs> the 17 words Johnny Cochran used to cover his argument that could have been his undoing if caught. So this is it. Well, this I is mean, my next reading material, baby. I, I Bathroom gonna, material. I was
1: going to make fun of it, but, you know, Vincent buliosi mm-hmm. I mean, that he's got some pretty good, you know, shit behind his, you know. His Hates shit. OJ. Well, yeah, I mean.
0: So I love
1: mindless Ridge.
0: reading mindless reading is like my favorite thing mm-hmm. this shit i'll read in probably a week i'll get back to you on how sick I can't, it is i
1: can't think of the last time i read something like mindlessly
0: God, that's like my vibe uh-huh like i'll just like read something like what do you read like if you're like i'm chilling i want to read what do you like i read into? uh
1: like um some pretty uplifting books like undoing depression is the one i'm reading right now um like how how to remain positive in a suicidal world you know, really, like, uplifting, fun kind of books are what I'm into.
0: Yeah, I read, like, jerk-off horror, basically.
1: Like, or else... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, like, in theory, I want to read those, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, in a second, like, I'll read, like, a paragraph, and I'll be like, why am I, like, yeah. I'm fucking, like... Like, I'm on this planet for, like, a limited amount of time, not doing particularly well with that and (laughs) and i'm fucking reading rl stein like i don't know i don't know Um, i'm not putting it down it's just me personally no that's fine like i want to be yeah i want to be able to do that and i think i am jealous that you're able to like just like have willful abandon and just read anything
0: or is it just (laughs) (laughs) abandon?
1: um i guess i i want to
0: call it because i like to do misses of the day because there are some misses out there in the field unfortunately um I had found, and this is like borderline miss of the day, I had found a Goosebumps collection today. That's weird yeah. that you say R.L. Stein. Yeah. I have the whole series. Right. I have the complete series. Right. Tonight, I found like 20 to 26 books in that series. Right.
1: So, okay. So, when I knew, like I had known previously that. Um, Todd had the R.L. Stein collection. So, you know, when he t- when I first heard that on the- on his previous podcast like years ago, I was like, wow, yeah. you know, that's a treasure. That's something that would be a hard thing to come by. You know, wow. How did he do it? Yeah. So then I pull up today and I walk up to your cart and like you have like <laughs> 60 books. I'm like, well, fuck there. They're fucking everywhere. They're like, you know,
0: now, you know, but i put them back and i put them back because i own them already i'm
1: proud of you because it's not like you found like something that was extremely rare and you already own it on the collection of it
0: i know but i was i was actually te- texting with some friends i'm like hey does your daughter like want this or like et cetera, et because cetera, i feel like finding those goosebumps books that's a that's somebody doesn't have those and that's like some fucking good stuff so i didn't buy a single one i put them back I think that was a good that choice. That was my miss of the day, though. I think that I was a find good a choice. I didn't find a for
1: them. Like I said, I think, you know, uh, the mystique of uh, Goosebumps books was, like, completely ruined by seeing, like, how easy it is to come by them. Um, but that was the negative. But the positive is that you were able to, like... Not be a hoarder. Not like pass on <laughs> these books that really, you know. Now you really sound like my therapist. Like you,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have have got a of, you a chair. I, I have a
1: lot of practice. This is a very comfortable couch. <laughs> uh, and do you? I take UPMC. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, think I don't that have was,
0: any insurance, man.
1: It's awful. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm self pay right now because I haven't met my deductible. And when you're self pay or paying out of pocket for therapy, you are so critical of like what you leave there with. Bless Right You know You're like I spent $90 to like Just tell this person That I'm trying to like Not feel terrible Preach on
0: man Preach on Cause I don't have I don't have shit So it's like The 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 coverage that you do get, or if you get to talk to somebody, it's always just like out of your pocket. So God, that better save your life. I know because I know. then it won't.
1: I know, and when because I, <laughs> I, I remember it's worse. I remember a time when I didn't have insurance, yeah, or uh, I did have insurance, so it was paid for. So like, I didn't have that sort of sense of urgency. Like, you know, if I went in there and I just talked about the fact that like I didn't want to go hiking for like an hour, like it was no big deal. I was like, you know, but yeah, when you pay ninety eight dollars and you leave, you got to get like, the
0: good shit up front,
1: and you just like. I I would love to have a camera in the room and just see how quickly I'm talking because I'm trying to, like, unload so many things Mm -hmm. in that time frame and make it, like, worth my while that it just – it's fucking Mm -hmm. nuts. Because you have to get, like, the big bullet points out of the way. And hope they understand, like, the weight of what you're saying so you have to add every fucking detail that, you know – goes around it that they're probably like I really don't fucking care that you had to put fire sauce on the fucking burrito rather than the hot sauce which you normally like to eat but they didn't have it so it kind of ruined your day it it didn't make you feel great and then you had to you spiral down but yeah. and that's
0: why I that's why I read jerk off horror because I'm out of that world and, and into a, a another bad one
1: I think that's I to be frank like to be honest like whatever you have. Whether it be podcasts, which is, you know, whether it's podcasts, it's jerk of horror books, whether it's like fucking adult coloring books, whatever you have, be grateful for it. Because if you're in a situation where you have nothing that makes you f- get out of your mind, you are fucked. Yeah. So having anything, no matter what it is, more power to you. If it's fucking video games, it's if it's fucking running five miles.
0: If it's lifting weights with your boys, like like – us masculine men. Do? If you're on
1: Pornhub for like 13 hours, no, no just, but you know, 12 whatever, is fine. Whatever you have, it's God bless you.
0: I speaking of jerk off horror boy, we got to we got a my god. A, if if this was a baseball game, we would call these back-to-back home runs right here. So, uh early in the day, I found something called The Fog, and the tagline to it is no one had told her the fog could kill. <laughs> And it's by Carolyn B. Cooney. and um, It sounds like a venereal disease. It Yeah, it's sort of, it touches base on that. But um, I, I, was, I was looking around, paging through it, but something very, very dangerous is going on in the home of the principal, Mr. Shevington, and his wife. Christina boards with a beautiful, dreamy Anya. Anya is being driven mad before Christina's eyes. Now Whoa. the fog's coming in. <laughs> Uh, It is cutting them off as if it had its life of its own, trapping Christina and Anya in the old house on the cliffs above the sea. (laughs) Christina and Anya are all alone with the evil, and then it's just Christina, dot, dot, dot.
1: Now I hope to God that, that made
0: no fucking sense to me As I read that I read word Like verbatim From the back of the cover What the fuck did I just say out loud
1: The cover art is priceless Yeah like, It's definitely this Like is 90s Is that 90s? 1989
0: This okay. is actually the original printing of The Fog There's been several printings It's got fog. like
1: It's got like a Christopher Pike type of uh, Yeah vibe. Like really mm. I mean I love like paperback covers You know They're it's, awesome It's a
0: great It's a great look Yeah Come to find out, Bryce doesn't know I have the fog. He has in his hand the snow.
1: (laughs) And I go, bud, I got the fog. The snow (laughs) is the sequel to the fog. It makes sense. I mean, in weather, that would probably be the
0: next thing that occurs. Who's next, it says. Christina has survived her first semester away from home, overcoming more than just homesickness. She has survived the evil. Spoiler, she makes it through the fog. Until now, now winter has arrived with screaming winds and blinding snow. The cruel Shevingtons, with whom Christina and the other child board, have already destroyed beautiful Anya, reducing her to a helpless creature and empty shell. <laughs> they have selected their next victim, Christina's dearest friend, sweet trust, trusting Dolly. Oh my, this is so, oh my god. But first, Christina must save herself. So basically what we have, fans... It's just the weather fucking <laughs> – the, the weather's just fucking someone's day up. You want to talk
1: about, like, depression? See, now – Right
0: here, the fog and the snow. That's all you need.
1: See, now, those were probably originally intended for – This pe-
0: isn't from ni- – by the way, the snow is in. Uh, from Scholastic Books, 1990.
1: So these were probably written for, like, juveniles, like, what, like, 11 to, like, probably. 15? Yeah. But what if, like, there's things in there that would appeal to, like – a. Forty-year-old perverted type of mind, like little like things that are written in a way that could be taken either way. I hope not, because um, we have Anya, which is sounds like a hot name, and then we have Dolly, which is my mother-in-law's name. So I'm not gonna even try to like <laughs> think of any kind of don't to that. sexualize your mother-in-law on Thank my you. show. Yeah. So we didn't, but isn't there a third book?
0: There's a third book that we had come to. Or we found out there was three in the series. So I bet you, if we looked around, we would find it because we got the fog, the snow. Coming June 1990.
1: The fire. The far.
0: Don't get burned by the fire. In the sleepy seaside town in Maine, the Shevingtons continue to fan the flames of madness and deceit. Until, in one final desperate bid to escape the terror, Christina risks risks everything. Her heart, her mind, her very soul, in a fiery battle with the Shevingtons. (laughs) So the Shevingtons are like... I don't, what I don't, I mean, I didn't read the books yet, so I'll tell you Not what yet. I do. Are they just, like, bad people, to, like, trying to hold her out? Like,
1: why the fuck are Or they...
0: is, like, they control the weather? What's going on like, here? Like, why are
1: they assholes? But then again, isn't R.L. Stein like, every book is about how adults are fucking assholes? I guess so, yeah. So that's maybe, like, the whole thing. Like, Single parent As long shit. as you write a book that, like, makes parents seem like assholes, then mm-hmm. teens are going to be like, I love it no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's probably what this person's angle was see that's why i brought you today that's why we went
0: thrifting today together and uh because you know that type of shit i wanted to make your dreams come true today i did not and you have a
1: miss of the day i do um one thing that i've been looking for for a very long time is a casio sk1 or sk10 uh, it's ridiculous to even imagine that I would come to a place like that and find anything even remotely as awesome as that. However, you know, we were walking through the bins, and I, I really had no, like, interest in probably most of the stuff there. And I just, like, casually said, you know, out of nowhere, apropos of nothing, you know, I'd really like a keyboard. And then... What did I tell you? Todd put his finger up. He's like, one moment. And he, like, went away. Say no more. And I partic- and I purposely did not, like, turn and like my gaze to see where he was going. Say I no wanted more. to see, like the magic just appear in front of me so i like focus straight ahead yeah didn't look anywhere around and then right in front of my eyes was placed like this amazing keyboard
0: electric keyboard so i've been known to kind of uh
1: finding keyboards and the thing
0: about thrifting a lot of the times you find you kind of you wish like you wish it into existence sort Mm of okay because a lot of the times i'll say out loud like i'm looking for this and whether it's just like it's, like, it's out there, and so you remember that mm-hmm. you're thinking of it, and you right. see it. And that happened
1: today, actually, because I was, like, wishing for a porn tape. And there was a porn tape. Right. Right in, right front, of, right in front of you. I definitely didn't buy it because I don't have a VHS, but it mm-hmm. just was, like, it's true. It, it you, is like you that. Wi-
0: and you say I saw a keyboard. You, you're like, well, let's, let's is, is there, an elect- like, a keyboard here? Say no more. I gave him the keyboard. Mm-hmm.
1: So I walked around with it for like an hour. You love that little guy. I put it in our base, you know, like Todd has a little location where he's like. Yeah, I have a base. That's right. I like that you called it a base. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. (laughs) So then we get up, you know, like so it's sitting in the base for like an hour. I'm like thinking like I'm going to go home. I'm going to fucking like pound on that keyboard, make songs up about my dogs. Like, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. know. And I was like, I had all these images in my mind of like these musical glories. I was going to be on band camp fucking gigantic I was gonna open up for girl talk everything was Uh, all everything yeah I had it all figured out so then, you know, I get up to the uh, – we get up to this place, and if you don't know already, everything in this place is, like, by the pound. Yeah, the,
0: the place that we were today was by the pound, so when you purchase items, you have to put them on a scale. Yeah. And then they charge you the weight.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, luckily or not luckily, the woman that took it, like, kind of was a little rough with pe- putting it on the scale, and it revealed that the bottom of it was, like, completely broken off uh, of it. Oh, yeah. So, like, my mind saw that, and I was like, ah, uh, that's – I hope I'm not really seeing you- you, I'm it. you actually gave her the money for it already Yeah, I paid for it and then it was like oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and I then she turned it over and it was clearly like It's all busted underneath. Like what it was it looked like to me is like someone like ripped the bottom partially off like trying to either like hide drugs in it or just to try to like Fix it somehow. And unfortunately, there weren't any drugs in it. So if they were
0: trying to hide them, we didn't even find anything. Right.
1: So it was like, and then it It was like busted. Then it took like twenty minutes for me to get a refund of like a dollar eighty-five. That was something that I tried to talk out loud. Yeah. To
0: kind of walk. Yes. The the occasion through. Uh huh. Because I was trying to formulate what exactly was going on because it was how how much was it itself? It was. Like a buck, right? Uh, or seventy-five cents. It was something. It was like, I don't know. It was Cause you, a you, dollar or something. You gave her five dollars, right? And you paid for it, saw that it was broken, and then said, "Fuck it, I'm not getting this." And we were all sad. We were crying. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was distracting. <laughs> but then she was like, "I'll give you your money back, no problem." Right. So I think I was it was a like,
1: dollar eighty-five, actually. So
0: yeah, it was a dollar eighty-five. So it was like, "We'll just give him a dollar eighty-five back." Right. But you had given her a $5 bill. Uh huh. And then she's like, well, it's $1.85. Right. And I'm like, well, then just give. So he gave you a five. Right. And it's $1.85 out of that five. Right. So. (laughs) And and, and so, like, it was just like this weird little happenstance where it was just like, what's going on? I think she
1: was trying to grift me. I don't know. It was just like a weird. But see, the thing is, like. A weird thing. I don't know if you experienced it experience this or everyone that's listening to this experiences this experiences this but i always experience like something bad and it gets it gets compounded by another thing with it that's bad so let's say for example let's say like you adopted a dog for example and then you bring the dog home and the dog like attacks like your other dog let's just say yeah and then so that would be bad enough but when you go then like when you go to return the dog Like, something else fucking happens. Like, on the way in, like, the dog attacks another dog. Like, it's always, like, not only one problem. Or it's past,
0: like, the 24-hour window. Like, this is your dog. Now you adopt it out.
1: Right. I mean, I was to the point where I was almost like, just fucking keep the money. I just want to get out of it here because now I'm, like, I'm cruising towards, like, getting annoyed, which I normally don't like to do because it's not, (laughs) like, you know, like, it's not these people's fault. But, like, no. And you got your mug, you paid
0: for your mug. Yeah. I was all done. I was checked out. It and I was like, like it literally took about fifteen <laughs> to twenty minutes. And of course I felt that. And that's why like I said out loud, I was like, We can I let's think just get out of you here. know, I think
1: I, I had a I experienced like what Purgatory or the Void was like in that time, which is good. It's a learn like it I grew mm-hmm. in that experience.
0: Yeah. Well that was just your first hunt with me, and I think we'll grow together even more close knit. I hope the fans out there feel close knit to us because we're gonna go for a little bit. We'll catch you after the commercial break with a really cool find of the day. In a home family pack A family pack containing The world's number one Selling home computer A data cassette and joystick A comprehensive Teach yourself program Plus three additional Software packages The Commodore family pack Now available from your Commodore dealers And major retail stores Now that's value for money Are you keeping up With the Commodore Cause the Commodore Is up with you
1: Some video games growing up, yeah? Hell yeah. I uh started with a um Vic 20, then we went to the Commodore 64, then we went to the Commodore 128, um, and then I got an Atari, and then um I got a Coleco, and I was a real asshole about that whole thing. Um for Christmas, um I was harassing my parents like for months and months and months. I wanted a Coleco because I wanted to play the Smurfs game. Um, And then, like, three days before Christmas, I had gone to a friend's house who had Nintendo. Um, So then what I did is I somehow got a poster. It was the poster that had, like, all the individual Nintendo games. Fuck. And and I put it on my door, and I was basically, like, sending the message out to the world, like, I want fucking Nintendo. (laughs) But my parents, like, already had gotten me Coleco already. Did they get you Smurfs? They did. Did they you did. enjoy it, at
0: least the Smurfs? No. No. Oh, I was a little at that asshole. Point, you, you knew a greener passion. I'd moved
1: on. Yeah. I was so then yeah, so then Coleco, and then finally I did get my Nintendo. Um and then like Nintendo was around the time where I was like discovering girls and things like that. So I probably took like a 10 year, 20 year hiatus, 10 year hiatus from video games. <sighs> picked far up too like long. a PlayStation PlayStation 2. Um, and then Xbox 360, and, and now I'm playing oh, Xbox s- One.
0: Oh, you still play? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why don't we
1: play together? What do, you, do you have Xbox One? I got 360. C- I guess, yeah, we could play backwards compatible games.
0: What the hell?
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: We're just learning something about each other. Uh, yeah. I learned about my other buddy, uh, Josh, who was on the show, and I could talk about because he's not here. He kayaks. He never told me. Jesus. we ju- He just talked about kayaking one time to, yeah. like, somebody else who was in the room. I, I yeah.
1: And I, I was like, bud, we're fr- you never told me about it. Yeah, I, yeah, that, I, like, pretty much the only thing I do right now are play video games and ride my motorcycle.
0: You have a fucking motorcycle,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bought a cheap motorcycle last year, and I fucking love it. God. It's the greatest, it's the greatest thing ever. And plus, you're, like, inches from death at all the time, so it's, like, you always have an out. A
0: great feeling, yeah. Yeah. See, shit like this Makes me realize that like I need to be closer to the people I care about. I don't. I'm not good at being close to people though.
1: It's hard because you know it's like 99 percent of the time it's you're like very disappointed uh, because like I don't think people really have the ability to like connect with each other most of the time. Yeah. So you're always feeling like you're not connected to everyone. So why would you like put yourself in situations and sometimes where you don't you're know what to say?
0: That, and maybe you are connected. Yeah. But the words you use. Yes sometimes are different than what people want. Right. Or 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 maybe they they are what they want, but then their reaction isn't what you want.
1: Right. So it's sorta like whenever you're telling someone like a really a dream that was really meaningful and it doesn't mean shit to them. So you're like, I had this dream and it was about a shoe and you're like and you're trying to express how fucking scared you are. And the other person's like, Yeah anyway. So it's like that type of analogy is when I feel like 90% of the time when I interact with people, which makes me feel really not Weird, right? like very disconnected. I, f-
0: I feel that. And, and sometimes when people – because I know people are just different. Sometimes like say say you talk to them about a dream. I'll, I'll use your analogy. Like, and maybe they just go, oh, man, hey, that's cool. And yeah. you wanted more back from it. But even in their own head – they may have digested that just fine, uh-huh. and they may have understood it just right. fine. Right. But what they chose to say was right. It's that's that's cool. Right. And that's all that they thought you'd need. Right. But it isn't. I it's think it's so fucked up. But
1: see, the thing is, like, what we just said is is not like not specific to us only. But, yeah. But I think that I'm, I problem, feel, I just feel that way. But right? I think that is only like. I'm not saying that there's not more people, but I'm saying what we have is not, like, common. Like, people that were raised in homes that were, like, actually, like, you felt um, validated and loved and stuff like that, they don't feel that way, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I don't feel that way ever. I love validation. And the reason why I love validation, because I don't feel it. Right. So people (laughs) have to keep doing it, or I can't know that it's real. Oh, my God. That's my whole vibe. Is like, I don't know that it's real because I don't hear it. Uh Uh-huh
1: and it might not be real but what if if it's okay to not have to be like what if do you think you could possibly live without being valid like do you think you can enjoy your life and be a meaningful uh, member of society without being validated all the time I want to say yes
0: Uh I want to say yes because what my mind doesn't process like I'm saying this like on a me level maybe I am being validated oh but it's me uh, interpreting going, you're it you're not right and it might you it might be fun like this situation that i was talking about before uh-huh. like maybe people are saying like yes that's fine uh-huh. this is this uh-huh. and in my head i go oh that's not very validating right they're not very validating uh-huh. they dislike me okay. they hate me okay they want blah 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 and it
1: spirals okay and it might not be a real thought. Okay, and that's fine. And the thing is, for my like, you know, all the shit I've read on mindfulness and things like that, the key is really not to, s- like, because for a second when you were saying that, I was really getting dark about what that means. Yeah. But if you step back and you just go, I would do in that situation what I would normally do is like I would say to myself, "That's a distortion," and then I would move on. Yeah. So that's all you would need to do. Yeah. So like, like, that's a distortion that scares me. And then, just and I've, on. I've like practiced mindfulness. Uh-huh. Like, I've
0: practiced mindfulness, like the idea of, okay, that happened. Uh-huh. You feel that happen. And right. it's like a, uh, like a radical acceptance sort it, of idea. It yeah. It's yeah. like, this is where we are. Right. There's two types of people at this point. Uh-huh. There's one person who is stuck on it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And there's one person that, Maybe they're not okay with it, but they've accepted it. Right. And who is going to look at that situation better? A person who didn't accept it or a person who did?
1: Right. And the best part about it is you're validating yourself, which is the most important thing out of that. And neither of us are stoned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We
1: haven't drank. We have, we're drinking fucking heritos. This is
0: a dry show. Dry see, show. See, this is what happened. Well, happens. on
1: that deep note,
0: back to how it started. <laughs> Um, we video haven't seen games. each other in
1: quite a long we time. We haven't seen each other, man. So, but yeah. video games. Yes, the, the Commodore the greatest 64. Fucking video games are the greatest invention of my lifetime, for real. And this brought us both to the find of the day today. Definitely.
0: I in the first episode of the show, I talk about some plug and plays. I got like the Atari plug and play mm-hmm. that was really cool, but I think it was it was like a, like a six in one, and. it It was in okay condition, but, like, there was – the battery door was gone. It was kind of nicked up. It was playable, but wasn't, like, in a great condition. Mm -hmm. I have found something today that's a Mm plug-and-play. It's a Mm -hmm. 30-in-1.
1: And when I saw it, to be honest, like, I didn't think much of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just saw, you know, it's like a black square with, you know, the old-school – uh, joystick with the round ball on the top, two, bu- two buttons and about four to six little red buttons. And I was like, ah, you know, that looks kind of like cool, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, you know, but
0: it's a Commodore 64 30 in one plug and play oh, game. Yes. Some of these, uh, I've seen some as cheap as 20. I've seen some as expensive as 60. And you probably paid
1: like a quarter for
0: it. Uh, so, yeah. Like 50 cents. Yeah. So that's like a, a good fine. Um, but it's in good shape. Mm-hmm. And, um, you we uh right before we, right before we started to record the show, you were very curious of what was on it, mm-hmm. and we were doing some like uh some background yeah YouTube tubing background checking mm-hmm. some pretty great games summer games winter yeah. games
1: whenever the person on the video like some sort of retro uh, gaming uh, person did a YouTube video on it and they were showing clips it was really like a blast from the past to see some of those games and just remember you know I would be. Sitting in like uh, our living room and we had like a computer nook and we had this giant like, you know machine like a giant disk drive and then the keyboard and a humongous monitor that was way too big for like it's shitty like screen purpose. Mm -hmm. And just sweating out there like playing like California games and winter games and just like, you know, just, you know, the music. I love like that 8-bit kind of music and stuff. It was just it was awesome.
0: And I said because it's getting late onto the night. We gotta have a day. Mm -hmm. You and I, I think we just gotta plug this in. Yep. We just gotta go through everyone. Go through everyone. I wanna talk to you about like riding on your motorcycle. Yeah. I wanna talk to you about your dogs. Like you know, I I feel like we've been cool for a long time and we've been friends for a long time, but like again, this is the first time you've ever been over to anywhere I live. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's good, man. And you're in the city. Yeah. And you know, I need more people in the city. Mm hmm. Here it goes. See, see how it happens? Like, I'm like, I need validation. See how it happens? That's well, right. Well, the Commodore 64 will bring that for both of us. That's right. Yes. W- and what I was happy about, too, is, like, sometimes when you, like, uh, go thrifting and get to, like, joystick and on any controller, mm-hmm. it gets, like, sticky or
1: gross or, like, oh this is, like, God. really. I can't even imagine. Like, the images, of the things I think of, like, of how that would like become sticky. You could hear like, the buttons ugh. are
0: good. Jesus. But it's in perfect condition. It is.
1: It's cool. I mean, it's. I would say that's like nearing excellent condition.
0: Yeah. So find of the day. Mm-hmm. We learn something from one another.
1: Yep. That's right.
0: And it's a find for both of us. That's
1: right. That so like us, we're our own finds of the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That that I I, I like be, that.
1: Be your own find of the day.
0: <laughs> but uh, thanks for tuning in uh, this week, everybody. I'm gonna set a uh, special th- thanks to Same With their song Camp Vacation You're From good. the Weirdest Hell EP Yeah, I
1: love them man. We were jamming, right? Yeah, yeah They definitely have like A built to spill kind of I love that vibe It's great
0: Yeah, samepgh.bandcamp.com They're both local to us uh, They're gonna be At the Mr. Smalls Theater In Pittsburgh Open up for Piebald On the 26th of July They're heading over To Columbus on the 29th And then ended up In Cincinnati on the 30th Hope you check them out Um, Jacob Stern from that band has actually done some art for me in the past. He's a super cool dude. I saw him in a Smashing Pumpkins cover band last Halloween.
1: Whoa, cool.
0: Yeah, so he's all in the mix, but same. Again, same, pgh.bandcamp.com. Also, Bluffs for Alternative Reality off the album with the same name, which is its theme for our show for multiple reasons. Check them out, stevebarris.bandcamp.com, Steve, B-E-R-E-S.bandcamp.com. I want to thank Bryce again, right? Thank you for having me. You are my find of the day. You are mine as well. If you want me to find something for you in the thrifting world, I'm always up for it. I spell challenge. I-A-M-D-E-A-T-H. That's a joke. Email me, thriftypodcast at yahoo.com. Yes, I still use yahoo. Until next time, folks, buy your own motorcycle and see how close to death that you are.